Well, hello, my friends. Uh, I'm going to begin today with a, a bit of personal trivia, I suppose you could say. Not trivia to me, but it's not terribly important. Uh, for many years, my right ankle has been losing cartilage uh, that keeps my ankle bones from scraping up against each other. The result? Increasing inflammation and pain. An orthopedic surgeon I consulted with suggested replacing the ankle with an artificial one. But the procedure is costly. It takes months to heal. It requires lots of physical therapy. So I've taken a different route. I cut way back on sugar. I began exercising uh, a program aimed at strengthening the muscles around my ankle. Oh, and I lost 20 pounds. Now, six months later, the ankle pain is almost gone. Now, I share this with you because I'm testifying today before a House committee that's considering the future of healthcare in America. Now, the fact is, we have too many high-priced specialists who know how to do a few complicated and costly things, such as replacing a bum ankle, and too few generalists who know enough about the whole body that they're able to avoid the complicated and costly things. The big money is in the complicated things, of course. So that's where the talent goes. That's what hospitals aim for. And if you can pay for it, great. The complicated stuff is what America excels at. But we are terrible at the uncomplicated things, not just my cutting back on sugar, exercising, and keeping weight down, but providing and getting regular checkups from general practitioners. We're trained to prevent serious illnesses from developing. Even before the pandemic, the typical American family was spending more than $6,000 a year on health insurance premiums. Add in the co-payments and deductibles that doctors, hospitals, and drug companies also charge, that sum rises to $6,400. Add in the typical out-of-pocket expenses for pharmaceuticals, it's at least $6,800. And that's not all. Because some of the taxes the typical family pays are themselves for health insurance, for Medicare and Medicaid and the Affordable Care Act. If you add them in, the typical household is paying $8,975 a year for health insurance. And this number doesn't include what a typical worker's employers spend on their health insurance, which might otherwise go to their wages. American spending on health care per person is more than twice the average in the world's other 35 advanced nations. But we're not getting our money's worth. The United States ranks near the bottom among advanced nations for lifespan and infant mortality. Americans are, are sicker, our lives are shorter, and we have more chronic illnesses. Canadians for example, can expect to live an average almost four and a half years longer than Americans, even though healthcare spending per person is only about half as high in Canada as in the United States. Healthcare is so expensive that many people put off seeing a doctor until their healthcare or their health has seriously deteriorated. Even with the Affordable Care Act, some 30 million Americans have no health insurance uh, coverage at all. Not only do too many dollars go to super specialists and too few to preventive generalists, but the administrative costs involved in private for-profit insurance are humongous. 
About a third of what the typical American pays for health insurance goes to the people who oversee billing and collections. And then, of course, their marketing and advertising expenses and the profits that go to shareholders or private equity managers. Finally, if the pandemic has taught us anything, it's that we need to decouple health insurance from employment. Losing a job should not mean the loss of a family's lifeline to health care. The Affordable Care Act was a good start at reform, but today I'm urging Congress to replace private for-profit health insurance with Medicare for All. This would lead to far lower total costs. I'm including premiums, co-payments, deductibles, and taxes. And it would cover all Americans. People could keep their same doctor or other health care provider. And they could buy private insurance if they wanted to supplement it, just as some people now buy private insurance to supplement Medicare and Social Security. But as Medicare and Social Security have demonstrated, we don't need to pay private for-profit insurers boatloads of money to get the insurance we need. 